Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, just a super quick note before we start. You'll probably hear some mic bumps and some table thumping in this episode, mostly because we were all laughing so hard, but also because Ted and Deborah really got into the quiz, which is great. There's also a bit of noise distortion from time to time, once again, because we were laughing so hard. I hope you enjoy this episode. You'll find out in a moment how much of a great time we had making it for you. Enjoy. Welcome to the Comedy Quiz Podcast. Each show we pit two comedians against each other to play a game of fact or fiction. And here's your host, Mr. David Shore! Thank you, Shuley Cowan. So great to be yelling in a microphone here on the Comedy Quiz Fact or Fiction. Today's guests are two of my favorite stand-up comedians. Let's meet them! First, he's a veterinarian by day and one of Toronto's top comics by night. He's appeared at Just for Laughs, Winnipeg, Glasgow, Glasgow, I can't say it, I can't say it, I can't pronounce Glasgow, the Scots are going to be furious, Glasgow, 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 he's appeared in Scotland, and the We're Funny That Way comedy festivals, TV appearances include Comedy Now stand-up special, Punched Up, and CBC's Just for Laughs, Winnipeg, and Halifax Comedy Festival broadcast, plus he's got an album right now called Dawn of Ted, please welcome Ted Morris. Hello, Ted. Hello, David. I'm so excited to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. In and my home. She, she is an actress, writer, and an award-winning stand-up comedian. She was a finalist on NBC's The Last Comic Standing. She's appeared on Conan and was a regular on the Comedy Network's Match Game. Other TV credits include Amazon Prime's Last One Laughing, Video on Trial, and CBC's Just for Laughs, Winnipeg, and Halifax Comedy Festival broadcast. Her 2019 album, Lady Jazz, was nominated for a Juno Award, which is the Canadian version of the Grammys, people. Joining us all the way from Los Angeles, California, please welcome Deborah Giovanni. Hello, oh, Deborah. Hello. hello, humans. It's lovely to be here. It's so lovely to see the both of you. I have, I have, Deborah, you and I were talking. We haven't seen each other in, in over a decade. Yeah, seriously. Since I moved to the UK and then you moved, you moved to Los Angeles. And Ted, you and I haven't seen each other since the pandemic. Pre-pandemic, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And and you both look great. We're all wearing glasses, so everyone knows at home. <laughs> Yay! We're all, you know, we're, we're talking about- speckled. <laughs> we are. We were talking about progressives. <laughs> so that's where we're at in life. But I'm so glad to have you both here. Let's get to the show. Let me explain the way the comedy quiz works. I'm going to read a statement, and then each contestant will have to decide if that statement is fact or fiction. Please play along and feel free to post your score on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram accounts. 
There's hot links to all three in our show notes, plus links to both Ted and Deborah's social media and albums. Today's main topic is the Victorians. Ooh, Ooh. saucy. Yeah, Ted and Deborah, <laughs> are either of you, you fans of the Victorian era or anything's Victorian? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like Victorian British Columbia. I like those Victorians. Yeah. <laughs> Teddy? I do a very Victorian Christmas. That's our, our <gasps> Christmas is heavily influenced by the Victorian period. Oh, you sent the young yeah. boy in the morning out to get you a fat turkey because you suddenly became a good person. <laughs> Don't talk about my young boys and fat turkeys. Okay. People will get ideas. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All there's right. no ankles allowed to be shown. It's very classy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Very nice. Well, you don't have, you know, as people have listened to the show, you don't have to know anything about the topic to win or do well. So do not worry about that. Let's start with our first statement. Okay. The Prince of Wales bride, Alexandra of Denmark, was such a Victorian trendsetter that fashionable young women in the UK imitated her limp. <gasps> Fact or fiction? Deborah D. Giovanni, why don't we start with you? I want this to be fact. (laughs) I want it to be fact so hard. Okay, (laughs) listen, I like it. It, 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 I just do, it just, that feels like, that feels like fact to me. I mean, let's be honest. In that time, there was no Instagram, I don't think. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. It's like, how fast can a a pigeon really send a note. Do you know what I mean? Like how how quick you got to you got to you got to have trends, you got to have fads. There's got to be something to covet, right? I mean, honestly, like what did they have? Did they have makeup? I mean, what? They're squishing berries for makeup. I mean, it, 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 you can't you got to do something. So it's like, all right, let's 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 adopt an affectation of our of the royalty. I believe it. I I say it's fact. I really right. do. I feel I feel it. Okay, so Deborah says fact, Ted. Yes, what about a- you? Fact, fact or fiction, Ted? It feels dumb enough <laughs> to be true. And they did have makeup, but their makeup was full of like lead yes. and all sorts of other poisonous things. So no one was thinking right. Uh, everyone follows what the royals are doing. Isn't that why Spain all speaks with a lisp? Because like some, <laughs> some monarch had one. They're like, oh, you better not make him look stupid. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? I think a lot of people were probably limping anyways in victorian times <laughs> so you might as well be like no I'm, I'm totally totally imitating royalty i'm gonna say fact All right. <laughs> we are both saying you're both saying fact let's yes. find out it's a fact i knew it i knew it we're so you're smart right. and you're right so probably half of the people probably already did have a limp so they're like finally i'm free and it was yeah it was it was great i mean i would i would have it are you kidding me <laughs> oh Lip- you have Lipping is my thing. A I love the lip. Oh. Dragging a leg behind you. Oh, you would have been the belle of the ball. That is mine. Damn it. I knew I was born in the wrong year. But anyway, fact. Fact. It is a fact. And it was called Alexandria Limp. It had <gasps> so wow. there you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's my new drag queen name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with that for Halloween. <laughs> Let's move on to our next statement. While there were brothels all over Victorian England, Modesty was so ingrained in the Victorians that they kept the legs of their pianos covered so they wouldn't be suggestive. Fact or fiction? Ted Morris, why don't we start with you this time? The Victorians were a horny, repressed 
time. Like that, you know, Victorian era, just everyone was getting off on everything. I mean, if a limp is going to make you more attractive, uh, I can see you just dry humping the legs of a grand piano. <laughs> you know what? I was moved by that movement. Uh, I'm going to say... Again, this is too stupid not to be real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that's that's a fact, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep all my horny friends away from my pianos. <laughs> right. Well, that's good advice, no matter what. Ted says it's a fact. Deborah, what about you? Fact or fiction? Okay, now I, th- I do think this is tricky. It rings true because again, it is ridiculous. But I feel like the the feet of the piano, that's where you're going to start. Do you know how many phallic things are in a home? And I mean, <laughs> honest to God, and I don't just mean my home. I, well, <laughs> let's not let's not go there. But I'm not joking. If it was CSI, you'd find a lot of phallic shaped things in my house. And I'm just there's no way that you can't. I just feel like that's a weird place to start. So I'm going to say that that's false. All right. So Deborah says fiction. Ted says fact. Let's find out. It's fiction. <laughs> that's right. Oh, it is yes. fiction. It is a common myth. It's likely based on a joke from the modernist period. It was based on a modernist oh, joke. So there you go. So- it is something that is definitely out there, but it is a myth. Mm, there you go. I win. Yeah. Oh, no. Am I winning? Well, am I winning? Oh, no. Is that I am it? Winning. Just two I questions? And we're go on. That's the end of the show. Yeah, it's two questions. It's just till someone gets something wrong. There's, <laughs> lot, there's lots more show to go. All right. Let's move on to our next statement. Victorian women tied meat to their faces when they slept. Fact or fiction. Ted is losing it. You can't see it. He's only if he's losing it. Deborah D. Giovanni, what do you think about this? I, 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 listen, <laughs> it's not just Victorian women. It is, let me tell you, I'm not going to lie to you. I like to sleep with a nice prosciutto draped across, do you know what I mean? Across the brow. It's nice. It'll get you. Okay. Okay. But we don't give even an explanation. It's just like they sleep with meat. And are, what do we do? When we say meat, are we like, do you know what I mean? Is it just, what is it? A carcass of an animal or is it a nickname? Like slices of, slices for of their, meat. It's like meat. You know, like meat. Like you a buy a meat. Shop, but they didn't meat. say it. There's no reasoning for it. They're just good. That's the statement. They slept with meat. Well, that's the statement that I'm giving you. When was Gaga born? Is that my, am I right? <laughs> Jeez, she looks great. I guess the meat's working is what I'm telling you. I am going to say fiction. No, I'm going to say fact. Because I know Ted wants to say fact, and I want to stick it to him. So there you go. Well, you can both say the same thing. I know, but it's still, I win. All right, go fact. fact. So Deborah Deborah says fact. Ted, what about you, fact or fiction? I feel like Victorian women wouldn't want meat around their faces at the best of times. (laughs) Like, if you have to tie it on, are you going to be covered in flies in the morning? (laughs) I'm I'm just, I'm thinking about Victorian pest control, and I'm, horrified oh my god i'm trying to think of why they would is it a beauty regimen is it just to get a head start on breakfast in the morning the, the meat is at body temperature oh my god uh, I, oh. to ward off evil spirits maybe everything is to ward off evil spirits if your evil spirit comes into the house and you got a ribeye on your face and snoring they're like no, I, I can't handle this you're scarier than i am uh, I'm going to say, oh, Victorian England. I, I just believe anything. I'm going to say it's a fact. Yes. All right. So Ted says it's a fact. And Deborah says it's a fact. We both, we both say it's a fact. Let's find out. It's a fact. Why? It is a fact. Victorian women were advised to bind their head every night with thin slices of raw beef, which was said to keep the skin from wrinkles and give a youthful freshness to the complexion. 
a bloody face always looks young. If you've got blood on your face, it takes off 10 years. <laughs> Good marbling. All right, listen. I'm that your butcher is well, I'm gonna tell you, that's a relationship right there. I can't, first of all, we said put meat on their face. You just read binding their think of being bound in meat. It's not just draped. Well, I bound. did say tied, tied meat. Uh, yes, okay. Faces. That's like it's a turtleneck a- of meat, like all over your face. <laughs> it's bring out the gimp, but meat. <laughs> the meat gimp. Also. My nickname in high school. All right, let's move on. <laughs> okay, all right, let's move on. Our next statement, the practice of tying meat to their faces fell out of favor after the Duchess of Kent's dog attacked her while she was wearing the meat. <laughs> Act or fiction? Ted, let's start with you this time. The veterinarian. Go on, Ted. Uh, yeah, Ted, you should know this. I feel... Uh... I I mean, I feel like just normal common sense would have made that fall out of fashion. (laughs) But now I'm curious to see what this dog was (laughs) and why it didn't just go over and hump the piano leg instead, like a normal dog. I'm going to say that is, uh, I'm going to say that is fiction. All right. So Ted says it's fiction. Deborah, what about you? Fact or fiction? You you would think... Clearer heads would maybe say, hey, you know, do we have to wait until someone's maimed by an animal? But I'm going to I'm going to say you think that's fiction. I'm going to say it's fact. I'm going to say that's what it took uh, a member of the royalty, the monarchy to be slaughtered by a family pet. And listen, I'm not mad at the family pet. What are you going to do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? You bind your face and me. Come on overnight. Hey, a dog's uh, a dog. Can't dog's a dog. I'm not mad at the dog. I'm not no. mad at the dog. I'm going to say that is, I'm going to say that's fact. All right. So Deborah says fact. Yeah. Ted says it's fiction. Let's find out. It's fiction. Whoa. That's right. It's something I just made up. So I have no idea. I, I assume it just fell out of favor. Like I really have no idea how, how it ended. Well, that but was a it very is believable fiction. lie. Yeah. Well, beef you. is expensive and <laughs> mutton doesn't make you look as good. So. <laughs> That's Carpaccio, isn't it? Okay. Let's move on to our last statement for this round. Fainting couches were very popular in Victorian England as it was common for women to faint due to their tight-fitting corsets. Fact or fiction? Deborah D. Giovanni. I, I, that is, I believe that's fact. That is, um, I mean, I don't think, I don't think the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to lie to us, guys. That is a uh, historical tome, I believe. Listen, I think that's right. That makes sense. Do you know what I mean? It's like they had to wear corsets. They were literally crushing the bottom rib. Yeah, I, I could see there's a lot of, and look at that. Isn't that nice what men do? They go, hey, you know what? Instead of releasing your organs, have a rest. We'll make a couch for you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's, and that, you know what? It's not terrible. So that's, yeah, I, I believe, I believe that's a fact, a fainting couch. I believe it. All right. So Deborah yeah. says fact. Ted, what about you? Fact or fiction? Well, you know, all those clothes you've got on, they're hot. You can't breathe. Your face is covered in meat. Something <laughs> has to go. Something has to go. And yeah, I, those poor women. Yeah, Victorian is not good for the ladies. I think we should bring fainting couches back. I don't think there's ever been an era where women have been like, oh, these fashions, this is what I picked. This is what I I wanted. This is glorious, and I don't need to have any furniture to fall on. I'm going to say that is the... I'm going to say that is a, a stone-cold fact. <laughs> All right. So you're both saying fact. Yes. Let's find out. It's fiction. Whoa. That's what? right. 
Just oh. lazy women lying on these couches? You can <laughs> no, read just no. fine. Well, apparently, corsets were not as unbearable as modern people are led to believe. So oh. Pirates of the Caribbean was lying. Apparently, it, if your corset fit well, you wouldn't, you know, they were fitted. Hey, and, yeah. and that we have been lied to by film and TV. That sounds like a male historian's point of view. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. That sounds like a patriarchal take. It it, it could be, but I will say, fainting couches did not exist. They were called daybeds in that time. So they didn't even exist yet. And they were used for relaxing or taking naps throughout the day as so not to mess up a freshly made bed. So your bed is fine to be covered in beef juice, but it can't be rumpled (laughs) from a mid-afternoon cat nap? I suppose. I, well, I suppose they would clean it. You know, they would make the bed. They would make the bed. I, I do support the, the fainting couch, though. I, I support the daybed, though. I love that. And you know what? Honestly, guys, anything can be a daybed. It doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you can lean against it, you can sleep on it. You know what I'm talking about? It can be anything. <laughs> Literally anything. And uh, at the end of round one, we have a tie of three <gasps> to three. So there we go. And it's it's anyone's game. Woo! Yeah, probably right. mine. well we will see ted but now is part of the show where we get to know our contestants and ted one thing that i didn't mention in your intro is that you were actually a contestant on america's got talent what so what was that like well i'd like to preface this entire thing by saying they came after me i could never watch the show uh i watch clips online like where they're like oh look at this you know yeah, Poor yeah. little orphan with no feet who's like playing the piano with his face. Isn't he so inspirational? And you're like, yes, yeah, so inspirational. And then you scroll past on Facebook. So they contacted me when one of my one of my bits from the Halifax Comedy Festival went viral one weekend. And they came sniffing around and invited me down to audition. And it was horrendous. Oh. Uh, first of all, I only, it was fine. It was, it was, it was good for the story, but I, <laughs> I do not recommend it to anyone. Uh, first of all, I only went down because I wanted to look at Heidi Klum in person. <laughs> like, I just want to go stare at Heidi Klum and say hi to Scary Spice. Neither one of them were on the panel that year. Oh. Very upsetting. Who was on the panel for you? It was uh, Simon Cowell, who's not a fan of me. Uh, <laughs> Howie Mandel, who I'm not a fan of. Uh, <laughs> he was fine. Uh, Gabriel Union on her one season before she was like, you know what? I don't like Simon Cowell either. I'm not sitting around. And then some dancing woman from Dancing with the Stars. I had no idea who she was. She might as well have been a piece of wood for all, for all that she brought to the table. Right. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize they booed people and I, I got booed uh-huh. right off the bat at the end of being on set for a 12 hour day. So it was mostly me oh trying not to laugh. At the ridiculousness of it all, uh, Simon Cowell gave me a big X. Uh, it's very loud when that buzzer goes off, and oh. that also threw me off. I'm like, oh, what's going on? And then I just, yeah, that, I wish uh, they left me on the cutting room floor, which is great. Uh, but I wish they'd <laughs> captured my face as I was walking off because it was just me like rolling my eyes, like, what did I just get myself into? But it was, yeah, it was fun. They had a psychiatrist in the in the really? holding room afterwards oh, wow. in case people needed to be talked down from a ledge it was wow yeah it was uh it was interesting there were some people there that this was like this was their shot at fame uh and i was just there because i i thought it would be a a fun story and it it was it was a fun story it It just wasn't a fun experience but most (laughs) most good comedy stories you have to suffer in order to get the story so yeah i I suffered and got a good story out of it and simon cowell uh not a fan not a fan there you go and uh deborah 
you have a podcast that you co-host called Killing Time mm-hmm. that you stopped, but now you're bringing it back. Why don't you yes. tell us about it? Well, I was, I was, uh, I've been doing a, a podcast with my friend Zach Noe Towers. Um, gosh, since 2017, and it's called Killing Time with the two of us. You know, and it's just chatting. You know, it's just us talking about our lives. And we used to have a bit of a format, and then we got all loosey goosey, and then it just became us talking about cute guys and that and you know fun fun but it never really i mean like we have our we had a nice group of people listening but then we got to the point where we were just kind of like what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing now it was just it was literally just a chat so we decided the two of us just to stop doing it and zach started doing his own podcast and it is called good morning sodomites and it's the good sod pod yeah good the good sod pod check it out But then, you know, we honestly, we had a lovely little group of people that did listen to the podcast and they're like, we miss killing time. And then we were, uh, we were just having our coffee that we do, me and Zach. And he was like, you know, we should do a a podcast just about horror movies because we love horror movies. So we're just going to reboot killing time as the shriekwool, killing time, the shriekwool. <laughs> and we're going to make it just a reboot of that. And we're just going to talk about horror movies because we like doing a podcast together. We have a lot of fun. We have good chemistry. We can, we still have our little weekly thing that we do together. But now this time we're like, okay, now it's going to have a format. And we're just going to go through, um, Zach got a, uh, from, he went to a, a movie premiere and got a, a book of the top 100 top horror movies. And we're literally just going to go through the book and watch the movie and talk about it. So there we That's go. Cool. And the name still fits. It still fits. This is what we're saying. Listen, <laughs> we wanted to Kismet. do something, but we're also very lazy. So what <laughs> can we do without having to change any of the letterhead? There's no letterhead, but you know what I mean. Yeah, you don't have to change anything. Yeah. So it's called Killing Time, and Killing I will put, time. A, I'll yeah. put a hot link in the show notes yes. so people yes. can check that out. So you can out. go listen to the last ones, and then we'll be starting after Halloween. Oh yeah, oh very nice. That's yeah. good. Good time. Well, this will air probably in December. So people okay, so then it. you've missed it. You can, no, you can listen. You can, <laughs> you listen, can listen to, to it. All right. You can listen to it right now. Yeah. All right. And now we are at the. Let's see. Where are we in the show? Contestants, start your engines. Oh. It's time for the speed round. Without ah! <laughs> <laughs> that, screaming, by the way, it's not part of the not part of the sound effect. Although if this was a Halloween show, that'd be very apropos. I, I, I have to say. <laughs> In the speed round, I will read a series of statements to just one contestant at a time. And since we're tied, we did do a coin toss before the show. And Ted, uh, you get to choose, I believe. Yeah, you, you get to. Oh, no, no. Deborah, you're choosing, right? No, I think Ted gets to choose who goes first, right? I thought he did it for the. No, he does it for the end oh, of the. Did show. So I get the end. I mean, I never saw the coin, so I don't know how valid <laughs> oh my this God. coin toss is. So I'm just going with the flow here. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to say, all right, so I get to choose. Uh, I get to read you the topics. Okay. okay. So, Deb, since you won the toy, yes. the, the <gasps> toy cost. The toy cost. I love <laughs> the toy cost. You get to choose. You get to choose. <gasps> you get to choose between our, our two topics, which are the Brady Bunch <gasps> and Hodgepodge, which is just random questions. Oh. So, it's up to you. Oh, oh. oh I'm going to say Brady Bunch. Okay. So, you're going to go with the Brady Bunch. And Ted gets Hodgepodge now? He gets Hodgepodge. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to change my thing. So, Deborah, DG, Ivani, these statements are all just for you on the topic of the Brady Bunch. Oh, my God. Okay. A lot of scenes on the Brady Bunch took place in the children's bathroom, which was located between the boys' and girls' bedroom. However, the bathroom did not contain a toilet. Fact or fiction? Oh, my God. 
focusing on that. I can see it. I can see the bathroom. They're standing there. They're wearing bathrobes, but the bathrobes that had buttons that would go all the way up to your <laughs> neck. Do you know what I mean? Oh, God. I'm going to say that's a fact. I don't remember seeing a toilet and it was might have been made in, no, it might have been made in the years that people didn't have sex or go to the bathroom on TV. Well, they don't really do that now, but still. <laughs> it is 100% a fact. Yeah. You, are, you are correct there. Oh. Our next statement feeds right into that. The reason there was no toilet in the bathroom was because the show's creator, Sherwood Schwartz, thought it was unsightly. Huh? Fact or fiction? That's, that's fact. That is fiction. Though. <gasps> Sorry about that. You were on to the answer for that. In your first answer, it was at a time the network censors would not allow a toilet to appear on okay. television. Yep. All right, your next statement. Actor Gene Hackman was the first choice to play the father, Mike Brady, over Robert Reed, who got the part. Fact or fiction? <gasps> fact. Going with my gut. You know what, Deb? It is a fact. You are 100% right. The show's producers thought they needed a big name to draw in viewers, and Hackman wasn't well known at the time, whereas Reed had previously starred on the popular legal drama, The Defenders. So there you go. Wow. Popular, but not long-lasting in the pop culture consciousness. Yeah, there you go. Wow. No, no. Uh, Deborah, Robert Reed would sometimes clash with the show's producers over an episode's plot, so sometimes his character would disappear from the episode. Fact or fiction? Fact. I like it. It's cold-blooded. Well, it is a fact. It's 100% a fact. Robert Reed was a trained Shakespearean actor, and he was locked into this contract. If you do watch interviews, he was so great to everyone, but he did have some problems with some of the uh, the plots. Oh, wow. I do remember a lot of episodes without Dad, though. There was a ton. Yeah, no, and that's, there you go. There were some episodes without it. He got rid of it. Your last statement, Deborah. The parents in the Brady Bunch were cast after the kids. And since the kids' hair had to match the parents, creator Sherwood Schwartz had 12 kids on hold, six blondes and six brunettes. Once the parents were cast, the kids whose hair didn't match their parents were dropped. Fact or fiction? And that sounded a bit complicated. If you have any questions, let me know. Fact. All right, Deborah says it's a fact. And it is a fact. Ah! Yeah. There are six actors, young actors out there, unknown, who never got the part, and maybe they're better off for it. Who knows? All right. So, Ted Morris, your topic is hodgepodge, which is an assortment of statements from different topics that I basically couldn't get enough statements for to make their own topics, if that makes sense. Perfect. I feel like this is going to go very well. (laughs) All right, Ted, here's your first statement. Astronauts cannot cry when they're in space. Fact or fiction? Uh, astronauts, uh, that's a lot. I like to think that astronauts are up there just crying their eyes out all the time. I'm going to say that is. You're saying fiction. I'm going to say fiction. It is a fact, Ted. Since there's no gravity, <gasps> oh tears cannot flow. I need to live in space immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some downsides. To that. <laughs> to that. All no. right, Ted, Ted, your next statement. The little dot that goes over the letter I is called a head. Fact or fiction? I know it's called some. I mean, it's all they're all called something. The, the, yeah, and it's something stupid. I don't think it's head though. Me neither. Although Sorry. now I'm looking at your little eye with your little. Now I'm looking at that little dot as a little head, and it's making all those little eyes just seem <laughs> like wonderful little characters. Very distracting. The next time I try to read something, I'm going to say uh, fiction. You are right, Ted. It is <gasps> fiction. It is called a title. So there is something. We all learned something today. There you go. Oh, I already knew that. I didn't learn anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. All right, Ted. In drag racing, 
According to the National Hot Rod Association rule book, the youngest age a person can start drag racing, a junior dragster, is five years old. <laughs> Fact or fiction? Okay, well, I guess it depends on has your dad put some blocks of wood in the car so you can reach the pedals. <laughs> I feel like drag racing wouldn't have a minimum age. I think they'd be like, you know what? If you can keep your head up and you can hold onto the wheel, <laughs> go for it. Uh, so the, they're saying the minimum age is five? Yeah, to drive it to drive in a junior dragster. To drive in a junior dragster. Move. Why would they have a? I'm going to say that's fiction. All right, sorry, Ted. It is a fact. <gasps> yeah, junior dragsters are scaled down drag racers with the equivalent of a lawnmower for an engine. Still deadly to a five year old, though. Am I oh, right? Yeah. No, I agree. Well, you know what? They lowered the age not oh. too long ago from eight to five. So I don't oh. know what happened oh, there. Yeah, it used to be eight. I thought you were talking about drag queens the entire time. It's funny, as I was reading this yes. statement, I realized, I know, because Ted, 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 Ted does, yes. plays a drag queen. I'm like, oh, I this is, go off the wrong way. Yeah, no, we're not, we're not allowed to mix drag queens and children anymore, so that is, that is verboten. It's verboten. You don't want to be reading a story at a library, you'll get in trouble. Mm. All right, Ted, your next statement. The term a jiffy, as in, I'll be there in a jiffy, originated as 18th century slang for the amount of time it would take a thief to pick a pocket. Fact or fiction? A jiffy? Let me just slip my jiffy into your, my hand into your pocket and a, a jiffy? Mm -hmm. I feel like it's probably has like a, well, because it's an old fashioned word, it probably has more of a racial connotation. So I'm also going to go with <laughs> fiction. Uh, you are right, Ted. It is fiction, <laughs> but for the wrong reason. It has nothing to do with race. It was a slang term for lightning. A jiffy. A jiffy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Look at that beauty. Did you see that beautiful jiffy storm last night? It was <laughs> All right, Ted, your last statement. When you're afraid, your body produces more earwax. Fact or fiction? Deborah's losing it, by the way. Just my, bo yeah. like my body in particular produces more ah, earwax. Ah. Just bodies in general. <laughs> That's very general. specific. Bodies in general. Why would you need more earwax if you're scared of something? <laughs> so like you don't hear it coming anymore? Like you just block up your ears? I guess it would be nice, but then you would. I'm gonna say that's. I'm gonna say that is fiction. I need my ear canals wide open if I'm if I'm scared. Why do I need more wax? It's. I don't know that it's about need, but in any case, it is a fact, Ted. Yeah, strong emotions like fear and stress can increase your earwax production. Ew. Oh, I must be scared of a lot of stuff because there's, <laughs> there's a lot going on up in these ears right now. That's ridiculous. It's upsetting. I don't know why that's so upsetting. It's very upsetting. Well, while it is upsetting, it's it's apparently a fact. You know? Somebody okay. diagnose you with anxiety, be like, well, you know what? Your earwax is about three <laughs> centimeters deep right now, so you're going to get you on some meds. It's not a bad idea. Okay, so the message is who won? Oh, let's find out. <laughs> Who's the winner? And the winner <gasps> is, oh, oh. by a score of seven to five, Deborah <laughs> D. Giovanni. <laughs> well played. Well played. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. The kids love it. The and bunch. That's right. And guess what, everybody? That's the end of the show. Yeah. Yay! Thank you so much. I'd like to thank the contestants, Ted Morris and Deborah D. Giovanni. You get hot links to Ted and Deborah's social media accounts and albums in the show notes, as well as Ted's website. Plus, Deborah will be taking part in the Snowed In Comedy Tour happening across Canada. Deborah, when does that happen? It starts in January, and I am joining them in March for Ontario. 
All right, well, woo-woo, Ontario. There will be a hot link uh, to get tickets to that as well. If you like today's show, please do give us a rating and or review. If you want to listen to more episodes or subscribe, there's a link to do so on your platform of choice. There are also hot links uh, in the show's notes to the Comedy Quiz's social media accounts, plus accounts for Shuli Cowan and myself. My name is David Shore. On behalf of Shuli Cowan and myself, sounds like I just said that. Thank you so much for listening to the Comedy Quiz, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Uh, Meat face. (laughs) Forever known. The winner of of this show, we're forever known as Meat Face. (laughs) Meat Face McEarwax. (laughs) 